Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Geek Sweat, the podcast for filmmakers and film enthusiasts. Geek Sweat is currently publishing weekly with a few breaks in between and is available on 21 different platforms including Pocket Casts, Pod Beans, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Pod Fever, Pod Knife and Pod News. Our sound engineer is Nia Gio, and we are recording live from the Rebel Bank in Walthamstow. Welcome to episode 72, inspirational interview with Gabriella Heath, Meet the Makeup Artist. Woo. Woo. Welcome, Gabriella. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Gabriella, it's nice for you to join us. Well, glad, glad to be here. Good, good. So... So tell us how you got into makeup artistry. I'm, I'm assuming it's not the usual kind of pretty face stuff you do. You do the blood oh. and guts and gore. I, I do a bit of everything. Um, what do I say? I think I got in it accidentally. I went to a library looking for a disorology book, and um, I came across over a stage makeup book, which kind of stirred my curiosity. And then once I read that, it kind of unfolded, lots of things unfolded. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching American Horror Story mm-hmm. and then Grey's Anatomy, and it kind of stirred my curiosity more, and I wanted to know more about it. Uh-huh. And, and when, when was this? When Was this kind of like in your... This was like about 10 years ago. About 10 years ago, wow. And you've really just gotten into it in the past few years then? Uh, in, a pa- in about four years ago. I started with a, with a student film. Wow. And how, how long did you, did you train for it? How long did you train for? Well, I've been, uh, I've been a beautician for 10 years. So I was offering cosmetic treatments in the comfort of people's home. Ah, so it's kind of a natural progression from kind of yeah, frontline so public yeah. to, <laughs> to kind of more, more specialist. Wow. <laughs> I started as self-taught, and uh, after that, I uh, two years ago, I decided I might just get a qualification. Uh-huh, <laughs> so uh-huh. I went back to college and I got my qualification. But it started as self-taught, yeah, from yeah. the S- the SFX side of it, because I I already knew about a lot about beauty and beauty treatments mm-hmm, and beauty mm-hmm. makeup. Mm-hmm. By the SFX one was what which started as self-taught. And I remember I used to bother a lot Tony Mandel from Anatomy Effects. Uh-huh. So he kind of advised me with lots of things and mater- materials. Back home I used to do ceramics and I used to be an art teacher. So um, I was having trouble in understanding these new materials and the terminology for them and where to look for them. So he, he kind of mentored me. A little bit. I used to know him awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then Stuart Bray. Stu- Stuart Bray taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Awful lot. I can thank him practically for everything. Everything mm. I know. Yeah. So f- for people who don't know, I actually work in hematology. So I work with blood all the time. And every now and then I'll see a movie with blood, guts and gore. And I always think, hmm, I wonder what they did to get that wrong or so wrong or sometimes right. Is there anything that you do specifically to get blood looking like blood? Well, I tend to use high-grade professional blood, like Rob Smith's blood. Yeah, really made? Yeah, he's already made. Yeah. He's all, and uh, 
most of us will love it because it doesn't stain. So yeah, clean it up is really thing, easy. But it looks very realistic. So mm -hmm. it's not just the color, but the feel of it and yep, the way the, it runs and yeah. everything is very, that, very realistic. That's one of the big things I, I have a problem with. <clears throat> often is is it doesn't look like the viscosity is quite right or it doesn't look like the right colour. So Yeah, yeah. so th these days in films you can pick up that they were using the wrong colour blood. Yeah, or yeah. That is not Especially the old films. The old films were always yeah. like, oh <laughs> Yeah. So it makes a huge difference to have quality blood and to work with quality blood and not something knocked up in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember in high school we used to kind of like um, boil up um, cornstarch, water, red food, food colouring, maybe a bit of ketchup and that would be just like our blood for Halloween. Yeah, well, there, there, are, there are numerous recipes out there on, in how to, how to make your own blood. It can, be, it can be syrup, it can be chocolate. Mm -mm. Food colouring. The, the tasty recipes. kind. <laughs> yeah, the tasty kind. <laughs> so, Gabriella, what did you do first? Did you have a film job and go straight in at the deep end, or did you practice doing SFX makeup at home before you unleashed yourself on the world? Well, obviously, I practiced at home. I didn't want it to make a fool of myself. <laughs> so, I started by practicing at home and trying, trying to learn the most most of the things for, for myself not and necessarily what inspired you were you inspired by actual films you were recreating makeup that you saw or i was SFX always trying i i'm i'm a geek <laughs> i i went more this is for, the right place <laughs> <laughs> i Perfect i'm place. always kind of sentimentally attached to injury makeup right so i i, I like to get it medically correct so uh, watching Grey's Anatomy helped a lot, a lot with that because uh, it kind of inspired me mm -hmm. in, in how to create special effects medically, medically correct. So I was lucky enough that I volunteered for about three or four years with St. John's Ambulance as a first responder, which right. gave me a good insight in, in, in medical. Then I took up different uh, courses like... Um, just recently, I think he was surgeon. I forgot the name of it. It, it, it was. Um, it had to do with dissection, right. animal dissection. So wow, I, I and you did I this take, course. Yes, I done. I done this course because I wanted. I wanted to know no more. So yeah, I go. I yeah. go in, into weird things in order wow. to get more information and you do that, don't you? You do because you need the kind of like if you want something to look real and feel real, you need to know what that is. So I, I totally get that you you do need to do that. So in terms of your career in makeup artistry in the film industry, what was your first film? What did you do for that? My first film was like I said, a student film. Uh, I think it was directed, if I remember, by Onosuka Kagembe, if I pronounce it Kagembe? correct. Mm. And uh, they required me to create like an exit gunshot wound and a strangulation. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, it was challenging, but I've got it done. <laughs> get the, get the colour right on the complexion yeah. and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Oh. It was a really, really fun project. Yeah. How, how long did it take? How long did that process I, take? Well, the make the makeup didn't didn't take long because if you prepare for it in mm -hmm. advance, then then you know exactly how you're gonna pull it off with what materials and in 
how how long time. I think we'd be filming it for three days. Mm-hmm. It was like a three day shot. Because mm. I, I, I used to do musical theatre and when we used to do that for stage, it didn't matter if it wasn't perfect because the audience was so far away. Yeah. But obviously with film, because you get the close-up shots, you have to be very kind of smooth, Yeah, you feel really exposed on yeah, film. So, yeah. um, obviously if you make mistakes, there are, way to, there are ways to hide it, but better if you yeah. don't. Have you done any work where you've kind of looked on screen afterwards and thought, oh, I, I could have done that? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> any, I'm any, not going to lie. Any, any, any ones Obviously, in particular? Like, like, like uh, earlier work of mine, I look now back and I now I, I see what, what i done wrong and yeah. how, you know, that, oh, I could fix that. But yeah. there's no second... Yeah, no what's it done, it's done, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I totally get that. And, and obviously you kind of like learn from that and then the next time you, you, you get the same kind of job. You always learn from mistakes. Yeah, that's kind of like, oh, yeah, the last time I did this, this time I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so are there any types of special effects makeup that would surprise someone who doesn't know about it? Any surprising ingredients? I think uh, I think everything is on the internet these days, and I think that anybody who wants to learn it, there are so many tutorials on YouTube and on other internet platforms that ingredients are not not, not a secret anymore. I think it's more down to the technique mm-hmm. than the ingredients. So it's down to practice, experience. Yeah, technique. practice, experience, and and technique. And then kind of watch it back on a screen and if you don't like something, adjust it. And it's very much to work in close relationship with the directors and bring their vision to the, to the screen. Yeah, so that's a good point. So in your opinion, like when should the makeup artist start talking to the director or when in the process should that happen? Um, most of the time, we we start talking with productions and with directors. We have meetings well before we even put a foot on set. So it takes sometimes characters what we design for certain film productions or e- even for theatre. Sometimes it takes it takes months in advance of work, lots of research, testing. Uh, all, all, all different things, talking, lots of, lots of meetings with the directors and the production and meetings with the costume department. So we all, we all work as a team. Yeah. So you're like liaising with everyone. So the costume people well, say we, we don't want blood all over that. Or Well, there is, there is sometimes when makeup has to match the period from <clears throat> w- w- what the costume is. Because obviously you're not going to put the more, more the makeup on on a with a period costume so it, it really depends on the on the subject on what you're working on what type of film it is where, where is this set as historically um what what is the vision of the director what is the budget that's a big one what budget they have yeah so from your point of view the bigger budget the better um not always it, it, it's not always because you you can you can put beautiful things off even with with, with smaller budget, but it's it's all in finding the right way to do it. Yeah, right. But certain things are expensive, like hair pieces or things like that. Well, obviously wig. Yeah, wigs. Wigs are 
the most expensive uh, prosthetics are very expensive in in making in sculpting i mean what should i say the process of making them it, it takes a lot of time and a lot a lot of work so some some things you you can buy some things already made and other things they they require making from scratch so that takes a lot of time yeah. so you used to work as a beautician so i can imagine moving to makeup artistry your toolbox must be immense you must have so many things in your toolbox can you tell us about what's in your toolbox well, I I've got you know. you've got your sculpting <laughs> tools as well. Or? I got I got sculpting tools, yeah. So I uh, I sculpt I sculpt pieces where where I'm required to sculpt pieces. So I've I've got from from normal beauty makeup yeah. to SFX products. I got even wrenches and wrenches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you use use wrenches for? Well, I. Because uh, sometimes I create blood splatter on on a wall. Oh, uh, yeah, that would make sense. Like or blood blood effects. Yeah, so trauma. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a real one. <laughs> I would have tubing. I would have like connectors, screwdrivers. Wow. All all sort of things. Everything is handy in our in our line of work. Just use anything that's kind of anything what does the job. <laughs> <laughs> Screws. Oh, I, I suppose if you've got a screw stuck in someone's skull, you'd kind of glue that on with a bit of latex, and well, that would be yeah. that would need uh, be prepared in advance. Obviously. Oh, okay. So that's not done on the. Okay, all right. Wow. But our, our kit, our kit, it does does have an awful lot of different. Yeah, I wasn't expecting expecting wrenches. <laughs> well, only because if I if I, for example, I have a blood cannon. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes wait, wait, requires. Tell us what a blood cannon is. Oh right, a blood cannon. <laughs> uh, this was my husband helped me to build this. Is it what I it, think it is? Oh, um, okay, that's nice marital project. <laughs> yeah. So it's practically, uh, practically, we are using air in order to shoot uh, condensed air in a bottle, and it's they are connected some pipes. I have like a, bi- a bicycle. How do you call that? Pump. Um, no, the other bit, what helps what, you inflate. What, the inner tube of the tyre? Yeah, the inner thing where you connect the pump. How is it called? Yeah, you would say it's an inner tube, isn't it? You connect the pump to the inner tube it's of actually, the tyre. It's only yeah. the head of, of, of it. Where you oh, con- the head, the nozzle. Yeah, the, the nozzle. So that one is connected to it. So I, right. can, I can pump air in, into, the, into this bottle and then lock it down and then fill it up with blood. And then the air helps it project it in right. the direction I want to project it. Right, and then the actor will it. have that inside yeah, their costume. So, so you you can have you can have these things uh, fitted like like air pockets uh, under the costume, or you can have like um, like tubing, like a mm-hmm. bloodline put, or you can just use it on the uh, for exterior to, for example, if somebody has a headshot. You shot in the head, right? Yeah, and it's filmed from the front, and you you have to expose that blood shot at at the back on a wall. So normally, uh, an SFX person will hide somewhere, so it can create this this splatter on a wall. So we are we are normally the people who we are not seen <laughs> in in the shots sometimes. Yeah, but we are there helping creating the required effect. Yeah, have you ever had a cameo as a dead body or anything else in a film? Not yet. Would you like to be a dead body? (laughs) Do your own makeup and play a dead body. (laughs) Uh, 
I did got a role once. <laughs> I accidentally I, w- I was put in a film. I I I was um sometimes we all require the crew steps in where is, for example if you shoot a, a a room of people and if it's not entire um it's not entire cast over over there people mm-hmm. are missing or it looks too empty then part of part of the crew will sit in but they don't normally film our faces it will be just a back or just you know <laughs> just a body lying yeah, in the corner a, yeah just a body <laughs> sitting there at a the table <laughs> But would you like to have something really flamboyant, be a person bleeding to death <laughs> on a film? Yeah, well, I would yeah. like that. That would be fun. Oh, well. Directors, make but it then happen. It, then it's a, bit, it's a bit difficult that when, when you're the one who you're hired to do the makeup, that you have to play it off as well. I guess you had to, like, operate your own pump. Do you usually operate the blood pump? Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, in most of cases, <laughs> it's me. And sometimes I'm all on my own doing it. So mm. it can be difficult to do both in the same time. Wow, wow that would be a special challenge. <laughs> I don't know who would take that, out of that up, but yeah, definitely. Mm. Do you find any parts of your work dangerous at all? Do you, do, you th- do you feel that there's any areas which are kind of, you need personal protection or? No, we are always safe on set. Yeah? Always. No, nothing dangerous on set. No, never, <laughs> never. Oh, pretty safe then. <laughs> we always play it safe and by health and safety rules. Mm-hmm. So I don't think a production would, would would take the risk to endanger anyone. Mm-hmm. What what possible dangers are there with makeup artistry? Well, there can't be any dangers because ev- ev- everything goes through a process in hiring people and hiring cast and crew and everybody is normally vetted so it can't be any dangers for for anyone on working on set obviously accidents happen that um, i don't know you take a wrong step and you fall you might twist an ankle but so so when if blood goes into your eye the the fake stuff that there's no original normally there, we use, we use uh, safe products to go around the eyes and we treat eyes in a, like a very sensitive air area. So you have so special products for, we have special for those products. areas. Ah, yes. Okay, so we, that's we good wouldn't to know. we wouldn't put things in eyes what are not supposed to go in well, the no, eyes. Well, no, it's just if it's act- accidental. No. That's why we are highly trained to do this. Because <laughs> I'm just <laughs> thinking with wrenches like and with, with blood splatter, you know, how it goes everywhere. You sometimes No, you if, if you use professional products. Mm-hmm of what they are intended to be used, then mm-hmm. there's no dangers. So you have to take in consideration if the actor has any allergies, if the actor has a medical condition. Mm-hmm. So you always work in kind of close relationship that, right, um, if the actor has sensitive skin, then we take that in consideration to use products where we won't cause a flare-up. Mm-hmm. I, I had actresses who were allergic to coconut, so I have to look for my entire kit to make sure that no product contains any nuts. Mm-hmm. So wow. you always play safe. Yeah. So okay. So you're looking out for allergies and um, sensitivities. Okay, that's cool. And so, oh, sorry. Oh. I was yeah, no, no, say, you talk about your relationship with actors because that's really important, isn't it? You spend a long time with actors. You do. Yes. You get you get to know people quite quite well. 
and you develop a lot of friendships. So I, I, I develop long-term friendships with a lot of people. So can you tell us about um, an actor who it's a real pleasure to work with and why? Or actress? I... I was using <laughs> I think actor I in the non-gender specific <laughs> I think uh, I got to know uh, Daniel Harold and uh, Jessica Jane Stafford pretty well. And I think we are bonding well when we work, we work together. So what was the job? What were you doing? Like I worked on Dead Ringer when I met uh, Daniel Harold mm-hmm. and uh, Jessica Jane Stafford. And then I done uh, Innocent Candy again with Daniel Harold. And I done another short film where uh, with Jessica Jane Stafford, the the man on the doorstep. So we we get. I think uh, it's more like with who you like to work. If you like to work with the person, if you like the person's personality, yeah. then you kind of tend to go and work again with these people. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Because you don't want to have a bad time on no, set. No, of course so not. So you want you, you want to have a blasting mm. time. So you tend to work with people who are nice yeah, yeah. Do, otherwise it doesn't make yeah. your work nice do you have uh, do you ever have problems with with like very badly beha- behaved actors i was quite blessed to work always with nice crews oh, you don't have to name any names <laughs> no, no names. honestly <laughs> honestly I, I i always work with nice people oh i'm know? sure you do i'm sure it you never do. happened that i i i work with somebody who's horrible or bad Okay, you can tell us. We'll edit that <laughs> bit out. <laughs> no, everybody's yeah. very nice. Yeah. So, so Gabriella, you you were saying that you've kind of like been in the, in the industry for about four years now. So, how many films have you done in that time? Um, I think twenty or on IMDb, probably about twenty-five. 30. Wow! Do you have any favourite films that you're allowed to talk about? There are a few which I, I've really liked working on. Um, it was an action film called Outload. Uh-huh. I've, I mean, that blew my mind. It really, really blew my mind. It was filmed in Nottingham. I was three days on set to create special effects makeup. And uh, there were like bullets and explosion going on and nothing I seen before like that done lots of bullet holes then Lo- lots of stuff was going on I mean it, it it blew my mind really and it just made me want to be more in the industry than ever have you done any like big deep gashes and cuts kind of c- car accidents or beheadings or I've done um I've done for a it was for a medical college uh-huh. I'd done like an injury simulation run, <laughs> we call it run. <laughs> it, was, um, it was practically to, <clears throat> to give um, medical students a good insight, a good realistic insight on, on trauma and injury for, for them to practice their medical skills on. So I, I was hired to create a lot of um, injuries, including a triostomy. A triostomy? Yeah. Wow. So it was it was this um the patient suffered severe burns and he need, he needed a triostomy and they um they they wanted so can be 
intubated in, in mm-hmm. and out so mm-hmm. the students can actually move this tube in, in so and was, out. So was this on a model or a real person? It was on a real person. Oh, so intubations on a... I used to do intubations myself and they're not pleasant. So to, to have an intubation done when you don't actually need one... Mm. <laughs> so yeah, he. Uh, I had to. I had to make him look like he's severely burned. That it, like he mm-hmm. kind of survived a big fire. Yeah. And then uh, I had this prosthetic which was wrapped around his neck, where I created an incision for mm-hmm. the tube to mm-hmm. the tube to be to be put in. And then, um, well, he had a very fun day in bed all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, uh, groups of students were coming in, doing wow, their thing. Wow, that does and sound like a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that was really fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed doing that. Do you have any other highlights in your, in, in your career so far? Any other things that you just absolutely will not forget? I don't know. There are too many. <laughs> there are too many to pick <laughs> It's from. just the life. <laughs> it's the life now, isn't it? <laughs> but one thing we saw you did was a big event featuring lots of zombies walking down Oxford Street. Can you tell us anything about that? Right. I, w- I was contracted by um, Events to Scare. Events to Scare? Events this is a company. To scare. Yes, to there is a company. And okay. I, was, I was very lucky I didn't have to interview. So I was handpicked for this job. Amazing. And... Um, uh, we done the Dead Factor, which was aired on Fox. Right. So I done, I done, I created some zombies for that, and a week later I was asked again to work with them, and we kind of unleashed a hundred zombies into London. Brilliant. And that was a couple of years ago, and again it was hosted by Fox the entire event. So we worked all night in order to make this possible. So we were was, like, how many of you were there? We were about. 20 makeup artists. Wow. So and 100 zombies. 100 and I zombies. done the barnacle zombies, yeah. What, what's the barnacle zombie? Uh, the zombies who, who come out of the wa- from the water and they spend time a lot in, in the water. So they would have shells and all sort of a moss and they wow. would look a bit greeny. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. What, more green Slimy than the other zombies. greeny, yeah. And it, it, got, it was featured everywhere. I can't think about of a newspaper or, or a website who didn't pick up on that. And the Londoners waking up, going to work at six in the morning, they had the surprise of finding <laughs> zombies everywhere in central London. Yeah, some of them probably thought the zombie apocalypse had finally happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're probably. like calling in, yeah, I don't need to go to work today. Yeah. You need a zombie run in London now. That's been around for a while. You just go for a run. Like you pay to go for a run and have zombies chase you. I suppose you run better <laughs> if something yeah. chase you. Well, I never run unless I'm being chased. So exactly. that's, I, I, that's the yeah. same The same with me. I can't, I can't run for the love of God. But if you chase me, then I pro- I'm probably getting a bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> they done the same this year. They done, um, we done the same with uh, events to scare for Fox. We done the... Um, Art Apocalypse. Right. What's, what's the Art Apocalypse? Can you tell um, us about that? It was uh, an event where um, fan art was displayed. So Fox displayed the, the, the fan art from Walking Dead and we, we recreated zombies. For, what, for this based one. on fan designs? Uh, no, based on the film. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. And wasn't The Walking Dead one of the films that originally inspired, or one of the shows that originally inspired you to do SFX makeup? Mm, not that much. Really? I'm, I'm, okay. 
I was, I'm more like a girl, sort of a Grey's Anatomy girl. <laughs> so Grey's Anatomy inspired me a lot. And that book you found, yeah. <laughs> that special I actually got book. the Grey's Anatomy book at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's very handy. <laughs> d- d- does that book tell you about the special effects used in that show? or No, it teaches me anatomy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, so moving on. So because you've obviously kind of like had a really enjoyable four years in the industry. Have you got anything that you are looking forward to in the future? Any films coming up that you are really looking forward to or any films that you've heard of that you would like to work on? Um, There are films I worked on which are are coming out soon, like Uh Innocent Candy is going to be finished next year and we're going to have the premiere in Skegness, Uh, Swipe Right, another film which I look forward to see see Mm -hmm. my work on a big screen, Mm -hmm. which has got Toya Wilcox in it and uh, Sophie Ward. Um, Apart of that, um, I'm, I'm hoping to do more film. Yeah, any, none, none in particular. Did you want to? Did you hear about Maleficent before it came out? Would that have been a film that you would have liked to have worked on? Um, I'm more into gore oh. than, than the fantasy side of the. So you're looking for horror films to yes, work on? Yes, horror films, definitely oh, horror films. Yeah. I would have loved to work mm-hmm. on uh, American Horror Story. Oh, really? Yeah, that tick all my boxes. <laughs> oh, really? American Horror Story. So. We'll try and see if anyone's uh, got fingers in the pot that can get you into that. <laughs> yeah. Any producers of American Horror Story listening, you know where to find Gabriella. Just give us a <laughs> shout. Make it happen. She's really good. Get her on to American Horror gashes, Story. <laughs> blood cannons. Well, I try. I try my best and I try to learn more. Yeah. So for anyone else... To, who, for anyone who's out there who is interested in makeup artistry themselves, what would what kind of advice would you give them? Do you have any like good starting points for them? Was starting in beauty, um, beauty um, a good thing? Or well, it would took you... me longer than it took others to get into the industry, uh-huh. but I suppose because I already had a good, a good, how should I say? Grounding? A good grounding for <laughs> beauty. Mm-mm. So for me to study beauty, makeup, and to learn about skin, mm-hmm. and, you know... You're already halfway there. Yeah, I was already halfway there. But there are lots of makeup artists who didn't learn the cosmetology, the, be- the beauty side, and they specialize mm-hmm. just in, in special effects. So I'm quite lucky that I, I, I can do all of it. So if, if I'm required to do beauty makeup or I'm required to do waxing on set on nails or, or, or anything, I, I can do it at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, lo- lots of makeup artists, they are, they, they are they specialize in either on, on bridal makeup only or on, or on fashion makeup only or uh, they just do film or just SFX. So... Um, I wasn't very attracted to the to the fashion and to the bridal side because be, being in a beauty industry for ten years and uh, and working working as a mobile beautician, I think I got bored of it to be honest. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I kind of stuck with film because in film 
every project uh, project I take, it's something new. Mm, something different, something, new, something different. exciting, yeah, isn't it? Ex- exactly. Yeah. So, and then to watch it on a screen, it gives me such a, such a pleasure to look back at my work and also... I'm quite judgmental with myself. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us are. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, you're your worst kind of like critique, aren't you, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I critique myself yeah. a lot. Yeah. So um, for those who wish to, to, to study film makeup or to go into film makeup, I would say practice. Practice a lot, yes. Yeah. And and how did you get your first jobs? Do you just advertise yourself, or do you join a, you know, a a, a group of people to who do artistry and get work that way? Is it through people that you know, or it was just like coincidental that some some somehow a, a job came up on my Facebook, oh. on my timeline, and I applied for it. So I went. I went in as, as a newbie, as, as a completely new to to this whole whole thing. Was it the student film you were talking yes, about? Yes. Oh, okay, right. And yeah. I got the job, and that that where I met I met people on on mm-hmm. set with who I made friends with, and they introduced me to other people, and those people to other people. Ah, and great networking then. Yes, and uh, at that time I didn't even know it was called like that. <laughs> <laughs> networking, yep. <laughs> so I was very, very naive. I probably mm. still am. So um, people, kind of, people got me where I am. I, yeah. I wouldn't be here without, without the help of other people. Have you joined an agency or anything at all? No, I, I am um, I'm in a union. I'm in back to union. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have an agent. Yet, so but you've got a I website? Do I do have a website, yeah, yes. Excellent. We can hop in there. Do you want to tell them what your website is? Yeah, People can my have a look at your work. www.filmandtvmua.com. MUA.com. Yeah, shortened from makeup artist. Ah, right. Okay. Yep, yep. That makes sense now. So, Gabriella, I think we're just about to wrap it up. So, um, we did have a final question. No, that was the one about the website. (laughs) (laughs) The website. Go to her website. Her website is fantastic. Yeah. Or you can just follow me on Facebook. Or, yeah, you can just follow Gabriella. The same name, Film and TV, MUA. I got a Facebook page. I think I post more on there than on my website. Yeah, I only post certain things on a website. So, can you, okay. Tell us what is the, if as much as you can, what is the next job that you're going to do? Halloween makeup. <laughs> Halloween. Well, that is around the corner. <laughs> um, do you get many people requesting specialist Halloween? I was trying not to do it this year. Oh, I, really? I wanted to have a break and spend the Halloween with my children. Uh-huh. But then, um, then a friend of mine with who I worked before asked me if I can help him with an event. So... Uh, I said, yeah, all right, let's do it. Oh, nice. So I, lots of times I take projects on which is not related with money at all, but I, I do it because I, I want to do it. And it's I also like practice, the isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it helps you at the events because the time is so is so little to, mm-hmm. to pre- prepare the the performers in, mm-hmm. in order to to make this happening. So it gets your timing yeah. up in 
applying yeah. makeup. Yeah, because you because obviously the more practice you have, the faster you can do it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a great way of doing it actually. Yeah. Right. So we're just wrapping up now. So thank you very much, Gabriella, well, for your time you. today. Thank it's you been for a inviting pleasure me. Talking to you. It's been fantastic. Yeah, likewise, absolute pleasure. And I look forward to seeing many, many more gory and spectacular films from you in the future. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. And that is us from Geek Sweat. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>